There's a con I have though uh, in this point at the mall where uh-huh. the the electric stairs. Yeah. The song "Take on Me" is playing in the background. I needed them to jack that up. <laughs> it wasn't I, loud. Enough. I couldn't really hear it. Uh-huh. I wanted that thing pumping. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. In this episode, we're going to break down episode seven of The Last of Us, Left Behind. Now, this is based on the DLC of the video game. The video game, The Last of Us Part One, came out in 2013. And then a year later, they added downloadable content DLC, like a separate new quest you could do called Left Behind, which this episode is based off of. In the main plot of both the game and the show's Left Behind episode is a cross-cutting sequence of Ellie and Riley and how Ellie got her first bite and found out she wasn't infected basically later on, as well as Ellie getting her and Riley getting her first bite. We've only learned in the show that a friend of hers also got bit and died that she broke into the mall with when she was confessing to Joel how she got her bite. Now, also, they were cross-cutting with her bringing Joel back to some sort of safety after getting stabbed by that hunter at the mall at East Colorado University, or University of East Colorado. Sorry about that. Gotta get that in the right order. East Colorado, bro. No, University of East Colorado, right? UEC. Yeah, UEC. (laughs) (laughs) Or or it might be East Colorado University. Can't remember. And in the game, and so bringing him back somewhere for shelter and then trying to repair his wounds and treat him so he doesn't die. Also, in the game, you have that sequence as well, except it's more, you got a lot more of Ellie saving Joel by finding medication and supplies. Well, Joel got impaled too, right? He got impaled? Yeah, so in the game, Joel falls off the second story after he's pushed by a a hunter at Uh the university and and gets and lands through a pipe, basically. Oof. Oof. So basically, similar wound though, abdomen, bat. But I don't think the bat went through all the way, unlike the pipe did. Yeah, I think it wasn't through and through. Yeah. yeah. So the episode, I'll, I'm going to talk about all the differences between the game and the show because there are quite a few. But also, like they've been doing all season, hitting all the same exact beats that the story needs to hit, even though they make some deviations for storytelling purposes. And this also tied to not just how Ellie got her bite, but she, she and Joel mentioned where she said she has used a gun before, and it was back when she got bit. And then this episode basically reveals how she did use that gun. And we actually didn't see it happen. It happens in the game, too. They don't show Ellie actually using the gun on Riley. But you can imagine that after Riley turned, after a day or so, she Ellie and Riley probably thought they were going to turn together. But Ellie, obviously, nothing happened to her. Whereas Riley t- probably turned into an infected and then attacked Ellie, forcing Ellie to... Uh, some kind of some in some way overpower her and then use that pistol on her. So that's not it's not only how she got the bite, but how she used that pistol originally. But this episode was really terrific because so many game references following the storyline of Ellie, what life was like in the QZ. These are things that we didn't see in the game in part one. Like, what was it like for Ellie living in that QZ in this girl's dormitory, the day-to-day life of drill practice and training to fight fireflies and getting in trouble and the basically guidance counselor, teacher, instructor telling her there are two paths. You keep getting into trouble because your friend's not here, basically. What's been going on with you? You're following two paths. One where you're going to be at the bum of the barrel of the social hierarchy doing some crappy job 
for the rest of your life digging trenches, getting rid of bodies or shoveling shit or whatever. Or you can have this other path where you become an officer for FEDRA. You know, it's, there are perks to this job. We run the QZ. We are warm when it's cold and we're cool when it's hot. We have access to supplies and resources that the rest of society at this QZ don't have access to. So there's really two paths you can choose. And I see you as a leader at some point, Ellie. You have that leadership quality. There is a, there is a, a life for you in the QZ. Where you can be a successful person, do you want to follow that path or not? Did you notice the connection of the two choices? The two choices were connected to Ellie. Er, hmm, let me think. Oh, let me think. Oh, let me think. Oh, let's see. Hold on. Let's see how your thematic chops are going. My thematic chops. <laughs> and you saw the story twice. Oh, so two. Well, recently Joel gave her two options. Well, no, that's no, no, no. no, no. Um, let's see what. <laughs> Other, what other? You, you got it, man. <laughs> you want me to tell you? Yeah, just tell me. We're killing too much time. So you have two options: either the key or the mug. And then one's the option. One option is being an officer and living a pretty cushy life compared to everyone else, or or living the hard way and not being part of the fascist group. Then at the end of the episode, after both girls get bit, they have the options. Oh yeah, let's take the easy route and kill ourselves with the gun, or we can live the hard next couple of days but at least we'll be doing it together so it's a parallel and bookend bookend for both options wow man what a great assessment i don't host a movie podcast for nothing guy oh, wow dude you <laughs> need to start getting paid more Spotify, i agree i agree Spotify, you need to start paying anthony more money <laughs> but specifically him it's, it's a good narrative connection right there it's nice yeah but i like the way this movie this episode opened up we have this mysterious path of drag marks that also have blood inside of it. And then we realize that Joel has been dragged by Ellie on horseback on that, on a sled to this abandoned house in this garage. And he's got that serious wound and she needs to try to find something to patch him up to sew it shut as well as medicate him somehow. And then we're going back and forth through this timeline to her being living life in that QZ, getting bullied, fighting back everything we talked about with Captain Kwan, and then also being woken up by Riley and taken on this secret middle-of-the-night adventure. It was like Uncharted uh, 3. This <laughs> <laughs> is when the brother shows up at the orphanage. It's literally the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the the conversation that Joel has. Well, not much of a conversation where he's, he's telling Ellie to get out of here. Go, go north, find Tommy, just leave me be. But Ellie's not going to give up on him because, you know, this all correlates to the time with Riley where she's not going to give up on Riley. Yeah, I, th I think that was a great choice because she almost left at his beckoning. Like, he wants her to leave. He wants her to try and keep pushing forward and, and find a new path on her in her journey. But Ellie makes the decision to stick with him and to try to save him and to try and help him because they've formed such a close bond. And I, I, one of the touching moments of the entire season, I think, is when uh, she came back to him, started stitching him up in... Uh, they they held hands and clenched hands together and their their fingers crossed and it showed a true connection between the two characters that she's willing to do everything she can to save his life and protect him as well. It was the same way that Ellie and Riley held hands before we cut to that sequence after they were mm -hmm. bit and infected. Now it was really wow, great connection again. Yeah, there we go. So many thematic correlations being made in this episode. <laughs> Holy crap, Spotify. Thank you now you should pay me more than Anthony. <laughs> whoa, 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 everybody saw that one. All right, <laughs> you didn't. I did. Oh, I was just being sarcastic, Bozo. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. <laughs> but I, I thought it was so fascinating to see life in the QZ for Ellie with Captain Kwong and everything. 
And also some great references. The first great game reference was the Walkman. Ellie mm-hmm. is known for having that Walkman. Riley even says to her in the game, like, you still carry that thing everywhere you go. And clearly Eddie Vedder is still getting those Spotify plays <laughs> in the post-apocalypse. <laughs> Eddie Vedder's getting the Spotify money. <laughs> even though it's a, it's a tape. I get it. <laughs> but it's Eddie, it was Eddie Vedder. I, I couldn't tell if it was Pearl Jam or just his I solo think it was stuff. Solo. It Probably solo. solo stuff. Yeah, it wasn't a full band. It didn't sound like and, you know, Riley waking Ellie up scares the crap out of her, which I thought was really funny. But also, you, they used to live in the same dorm in the room together, and they're best friends. But Ellie's wondering, where the hell have you been for the last three weeks? I haven't heard from you. Last time I saw you was uh, almost a month ago, and I thought you were dead, and now you're here waking me up in the middle of the night. And Ellie, Riley has this proposition to her after t- confessing to her that, I joined the Fireflies. Check out this dope-ass gun I have. I'm going to be a freedom fighter, and I'm going to try to liberate the QZ. And this is a serious situation for them, even though they're kind of joking around about it. But if anyone in the QZ found out that Riley was a Firefly, she would be killed immediately. She would probably be in prison, then killed because... Ellie's being trained literally to kill fireflies. Ellie would probably be killed too, just for hanging out with her. Fraternizing yeah, with her, yeah. Absolutely. So because that's how there's seri- no way they would trust her after that. That's how serious the situation is between Fedra and the Fireflies. But it also shows that rumors have spread about other QZs being taken over by Fireflies and liberated from the fascist uh, oversight of the Fedra forces. So but, yeah. it shows that it's possible to liberate a QZ. And Boston looks like it may be under attack quite soon, eventually, by Firefly forces. I like the question that Ellie posed to Riley saying, are you anarchists or are you freedom fighters? Because there's kind of like that parallel between the two situations of who the Fireflies are. And I'm sure once the show gets more in-depth of who the Fireflies are as the story progresses, a lot of eyes will be opened of who exactly the Fireflies are besides what we've learned from Marlene and Ellie and Riley and what this organization is really up to and what they're trying to do in terms of are they trying to find a cure? Are they really Do they really have these labs set up that Ellie and Joel were trying to find earlier on? Um, some other great... Oh, ref- I'm sorry, is it like that in the game, the entire backstory for Ellie? With, Which like, in training and stuff? No, you don't get to see that. Uh, none of it. So just you, the mall? You don't, no, I haven't played part two, so I don't know if they do that in part two, but you uh-huh. don't at all see what life was like in the QZ for Ellie. Okay. How did the, how did the DLC start with Riley? So the, the DLC in the game, it starts with Riley waking Ellie up. Well, Ellie bringing Joel to the garage. No, I'm talking about a Riley story. Riley just coming through the, uh, the, window? the window. Okay. And scaring gotcha. her awake. That, that's how it, it opens up, basically. Mm-hmm. You follow her around and everything. Gotcha. And... Riley invites her out on this amazing night that I have planned. It's going to be super secret, so you got to come out. And Ellie's like, I got drills in the morning to learn how to kill fireflies. I can't be going out with you, but she convinces her to go. And they go out on this wildly terrific but also horrifically tragic evening. It was... It was uh, it's funny how every mall just looks the same. Because <laughs> <laughs> at this in this mall set, it looked like it was a, uh, it was either a real set or they just they just built it. Um, it was, but it was whether whatever it was, it was impressive. The set design of the episode. But it was a real mall. Yeah, it might have been. It might have been a real mall. It's, it wasn't like a huge mall. Yeah, so it, it was seems pretty small. That you could do no problem. But what was funny is that it looked like both the mall I, I went to growing up, and also the mall that we live near in LA. That's malls all look the same yeah, in a way. They all. <laughs> but it was funny. I was like looking at like what they had for billboards and what they had for storefronts and stuff. So it was fun to look at that and how during the crisis and outbreak, people panicked and took sneakers, but they left soap. In lingerie. In in lingerie. But soap is so important. Like, people wouldn't think that, you know. But cleanliness is a major part of surviving in uh, terrible situations. 
that's a great point, Anthony. You better start stocking up on some sanitizer. The path, the, the, you the, have plenty. The journey to the mall was also really interesting and got some exposition. We learned about why, or we were getting questions of why Riley joined the Fireflies, as well as a little more information about Marlene and how she found Riley, who was out sneaking around. And Marlene took a liking to her and, and thought she was really like like sharp and could be a good fit for the Fireflies. Kind of grilled her about some questions. In the game, actually, and Ellie has never heard of Marlene at this point in the story. It's not until later on in her timeline that she met meets Marlene because she's like, who the hell is Marlene? So she didn't meet Marlene in the opening of the game? No. Oh, okay. So, no, I mean, no, 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 no. So in the DLC or what? In the regular game. No, you, so, she, no, so this is before that. Oh, I understand. Yeah. I thought, oh, I'm sorry, the way you worded it, it made it seem like later in like the game play. No, her total. time, her timeline. No, I know, I understand. I, I'm just got a little confused by yeah, your yeah. wording. So Ellie's timeline, she doesn't, in, according to the show, she doesn't meet Marlene until after she's bitten. We can yeah, assume yeah. that the Fireflies found her after she killed Riley. That's my guess. However, in the game, she knew Marlene already, and Marlene was like, she, like everyone know. knew her. She's like kind of recruiting people for the Fireflies. So Ellie and, Mar- and Riley have a conversation on the rooftops about Marlene, and Ellie's talking about how she knows Marlene as well. But basically Marlene has recruited Riley, and Riley, this is her last night in Boston, and she's going to get sent to another QZ in Atlanta, and she planned this incredible evening with Ellie because it's the last time she'll ever see her probably, and it's basically a way of saying goodbye. It's a hurrah. One last hurrah. It was a very sweet episode in what Riley had planned. The four wonders, which end up being coming. The five wonders of the mall after Ellie has that reaction to the escalator. The electronic stairs. <laughs> the electric stairs the electric cracked me stairs. up. <laughs> it was great. That was Because like if you came across those and you've never seen them before in your yeah. life, I would freak the F out too. Yeah, I remember as a kid, the escalators are like scary. It's yeah, because like, oh. it's one of those things that adults present to you of like, don't put your shoe, <laughs> make sure your shoelaces are tied. I feel like I remember someone telling me that like a kid got sucked underneath the escalator. Yes. And it terrified me. Yes. As, as a child, I wouldn't go near that, that bottom step. I would always jump over it because I was terrified of getting sucked into it and like, and like pulled through the cracks of it. I think one of our brothers told us that just to oh, fuck definitely, with us. Definitely. It, it horrified me. <laughs> but I like how before they get to the mall, they find that booze from that dead man who clearly mixed the pills and the alcohol to probably off himself, which was probably an expensive Yeah, he had dried vomit on his a mouth. A very expensive yeah. thing to do, a way to commit suicide. And obviously, it's a bad omen of what's going forward. And they got the booze, which is a reference to the game. They they find booze in the mall. But in the mall, there's actually a friend of theirs that was living there. He had a horse and everything in a tent. He oh, was wow. dead. They found him dead, but he had a bottle of booze. So it was, it was awesome game reference to have them drinking some liquor. Sick reference, bro. Your references are out of control. Those were, that. <laughs> those were some big swigs they were taking they, out of the booze. I hope that was iced tea. I would have been <laughs> wasted. That was especially because, like, Ellie's, she's pretty petite. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So she must have been wrecked, honestly. Ooh, I, I was watching them on the merry-go-round. Like, I'm drunk watching this. <laughs> Those are pretty big sips, guys. But it was such a great sequence, and I loved it in the game when you get to the mall, and in the in the game, you're with Riley, and she flips a circuit breaker, and she explains to you that Fedra's been expanding because more people have been moving into the QZ, so they've been opening up more grids for electricity and power to go to apartments, but they don't realize that they've sent power to the mall, which clearly the Fireflies know about because we learn at the end of the near the end of the episode that Riley hasn't been living there. She was posted there by the Fireflies making bombs and stuff or just watching the bombs. And now it's an incredible surprise for Riley to give Ellie to go go stand in that room, go through that door and take a right and just wait. Let me know when you're in there. And then she hits the power and this incredible illumination from all these stores and colors and bright lights just engulf Ellie. And it's probably such an incredible experience to have if you were ever in that situation. It's an incredible gift. Yeah, in, in the arcade, it was a lot of fun to see them play Mortal Kombat because Ellie references it in the first episode, right? Yeah, she, I think so. She makes reference about her friend describing all the characters of the Mortal Kombat game. And it, I thought it was a great turn of conflict when Ellie discovers that Riley didn't come here for just for Ellie. She didn't discover this mall to show it to Ellie. She was posted here. And so she, she felt like it lost its meaning for Ellie to show her this. Like it wasn't all about Ellie. It was more about She's already here, and she just wants to see Ellie and show this to Ellie. Whereas Ellie thought this was all for her, so it was it was pretty it was pretty upsetting to Ellie when she found that out. Yeah, that's a major difference from the game because in the game, um, Riley just shows her the mall to mm-hmm. discover it kind of together. She'd been there before, but she hasn't completely explored it before. Uh-huh. And in the game, every one of these situations, whether it's the merry-go-round, the photo booth, um, the lingerie store is not in it, the Halloween shop. Those are all things that they discover together in the game, which is really fun. The order's a little differently too, different too, um, but it's not like a big five-course event planned by Riley in the game. They did that for the show. It's probably better for storytelling-wise. It seems more meaningful for Riley to do this for Ellie as well, I think, if she planned the whole thing. as a gift, yeah. Yeah, but nice. in the game, it's just them exp- discovering everything together. Like, oh my god, it's a merry-go-round. Oh, look at that. What is that? A photo booth? And, uh-huh. and like, what is that? Look, this Halloween store. The Halloween store is the first thing they discover. Okay. It, I loved when they put on the masks, the wolf mask and the clown mask in the in the show and we're dancing because that's the first thing they do really when they're in the mall is you, you just, that's one of the first stores you discover mm-hmm. and they go through the store and you like put on all these funny masks, the wolf mask, there's a, like a parrot mask or something, like a bird mask that you put on and, and it's really fun. So that was also a really great game reference. You have a water gun fight too, right? Yes, the super soaker fight. Super soaker, yeah. So yeah, you 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 do this mission or quest, you could say, where you have to defeat Riley in a, a super soaker contest. That's pretty it, cute. Also, you throw brooks at car windows. <laughs> <laughs> the photo booth was very cute too. How they were just trying to figure out what to pose as next within the uh, couple of seconds they had left. It was a very sweet episode and very endearing, and it was nice. It was it reminded me of episode three where you have kind of a break from the despair of the world that everybody's living in at this moment. There's a con I have, though, uh, in this point at the mall where uh-huh. the the electric stairs, yeah. the song Take On Me is playing in the background. 
I needed them to jack that up. <laughs> it wasn't I, loud enough. I couldn't really hear it. Uh-huh. I wanted that thing pumping. There was also um, a cover of a song playing during the merry-go-round. I can't remember now off the top of my head, but it was definitely like a merry-go-round version of a very popular song. I can't remember what it was, but the merry-go-round was, was very sweet as well. I really liked the episode. It was it was very sweet. But my question is, how did the infected get into the mall in the game as opposed to because in the in the show? So my my con to the episode was that Riley hadn't checked the mall for any sign of infected mm-hmm. and that there was a store pretty close by to the Halloween store where it was open and exposed and then there was an infected just chilling there. It was in the doll store. In the doll store. So that was my con to the episode that Riley didn't check the mall out for safety for her own for her own well-being. All right, so this is a major difference for sure because what happens in the game is absolutely bonkers. They did a pretty similar job with the storyline here hitting all the same beats for sure. So, they basically do the merry-go se- merry-go-round sequence to do the photo booth and this is after they've done the Halloween sequence. Mm-hmm. And also a important moment in the show at the merry-go-round scene is where uh, Ellie asks her, like, why Why did you take me here? What are we doing here? And Riley explains one of her main reasons for joining the Fireflies is because she was assigned sewage detail by Captain Kwong, which means that her entire life she's going to be watching people shovel shit. That's what she's doing for now on. Yeah. She, she wanted a reason to leave, and also she wanted another family in a lot of ways because she lost hers. She wanted people to belong to. Exactly. Yeah. And so they do all these great sequences, and they're, they're really bonding. In the show... Uh, eventually they get in that little argument and then like you said Ellie gets really hurt by the situation and runs away she leaves the mall and then she comes back and she hears screaming and then she goes to the Halloween store but it's actually just like a, a tombstone zombie coming out of the ground yeah. and they're there and they put the masks on and they start dancing and so the dancing sequence happens in, in the game in the game as well but they're not wearing the masks because it's not in the Halloween store it's in a different store so they're just dancing same song plays from the Walkman that Riley plugs into like a, a speaker system, so that's a great reference as well. The exact same song. It's also a tape that Riley had made Ellie in the game, mm-hmm. and so they're just having their dance party on top of the glass of like the uh, the containers, the show yeah, yeah, the yeah. show containers. Yeah, and then they have that great moment where Ellie says, "Don't go." And Riley says, I won't. Okay, I'll stay. Because that's all, that's really in the game was the motivation of Riley doing this was she wanted Ellie to ask her to stay. Mm-hmm. She wanted a reason to stay in the QZ in Boston. And Ellie's that reason. It's the only thing she cares about. And so she says, I'll stay. And then they kiss. Really beautiful moments. And then the sound attracts out of nowhere from the music a bunch of runners start pouring and, st- and stalkers start pouring into the mall. Uh-huh. And then they, you, and then um, Riley unloads her gun and you two are basically running for your lives from it's got to be like a dozen runners and stalkers they chase you through the mall you end up like going all the way to the roof you fall a few times you save each other then you make it to the roof and that's when they find out that they've both been bitten Mm -hmm. versus just one clicker or not even a clicker so that's a stalker that's the second type of infected so it goes runner stalker clicker bloater where they they have the blossom but they still can see yeah so they're like it's not a fully opened up head yeah but it's taken over their entire bodies. So they, yeah, like Andy said, they can see. So it's just one stalker instead versus a whole bunch of them. It was, I was, ex- I was expecting more. Yeah. Because yeah. I played the game. So I was like, oh, what are they going to do? I can't wait. And I was just waiting for it to happen. I don't know what you thought of it because it was your only reaction to seeing it. I thought it was fine that, well, for me, it made more sense that there was just one because, so in the game, when they all pour through, did it show where they came from? 
basically no, just like in the distance. Uh huh. Maybe they were like in a parking. But lot it happened. It happens quicker from the music. Okay, because so then so then it's the same way. Like a a clicker. I mean, a, a stalker is woken up by the sound of the music. Yeah. I so then that makes sense because it sounds like it's like the game where it sounds like in the game. Well, so here's the difference because in the game they're discovering them all together. Yeah. Whereas so my con to the episode is that Riley's been living there probably for several days at least, and she hasn't. Like safety check the entire the, the other stores of the or mall, or at least like sleeping in a room with a door. Yeah, so that's that was my one con to it was that like the stalker was pretty nearby. Like if I understand she's new to the fire, I know I'm gonna get flack for this in the comments. I'm just saying I understand she's new to the fireflies. I understand she's not fully trained. Blah 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 blah. But she was trained by uh, Fedra at the QZ, so she has pretty. Good, she's probably got some skills. If if it's just common sense to like check. Where you're sleeping, zombie infected in an world, expo- an exposed mall. It only makes sense to like just go from store to store, and make sure there's no sign of anything. So that was my one con of the episode. But it's tragic. Like if the if I'm sorry, if the infected came out of like a a hall with a closed door or something and managed to like it was like kind of hidden, then I would have gotten it. No, I agree. Because if I was staying in that mall, I'd be staying in a in a yeah. like a mall with like a yeah. metal door that I could close, some sort of protection. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of just like a nacho booth, like behind the, <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> Nacho Nacho. Infected hate nachos. So. <laughs> and it's tragic, obviously. Ellie gets her bite. Riley gets her bite. They both realize it. And twinning. <laughs> Ellie reacts how pretty much anyone would react. Smashing everything. Incredibly angry. Riley feels absolutely horrible because she was just trying to have this wonderful night with Ellie and hopefully get a reason to stay in the QZ. And now she's doomed them both by bringing them here. They've both been killed, basically. Their lives are over. Yeah. And like you talked about, they have that, that decision to make. Either we we uh, stick it out and do the, the tough thing and do this together or we take the easy way out. Coffee mug or keys. <laughs> it's horribly <laughs> tragic. It was very tragic. So in the game, so they cut to back to Ellie and Joel. So they didn't show, obviously, Riley and Ellie turning. That didn't happen in the game. No. Would you want to see that? I don't think so. No. I don't think I need to see it. I guess. I guess. Um. I agree with the filmmakers of not showing it. I guess it's not necessary. We can assume for ourselves what would happen. Riley turns. Ellie kills her. So I understand that. I I actually agree with the filmmakers. There's, there's it's unnecessary to show that to show the brutality and the ugly nature of how the friendship and the connection and relationship ended. Mm-hmm. So I think it was probably smart not to show that. Yeah, and I love the line that Riley says, which is also in the game where she says, we can just be poetic and shit and lose our minds together. Mm-hmm. Tragic. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's word for word, but that's pretty close. It better be verbatim. Now, in the game, in the DLC, there's a lot more with Ellie on her own while she's trying to save Joel's life. So it's basically a cross cut, the same same thing, basically, except you probably spend more time as Ellie in mm-hmm. the present timeline of Joel being injured, trying to find supplies. And so what happens in the game, every time I look at you, you're holding back a yawn. <laughs> it was just one time. It was just that one time. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, I'm, I'm going to show you this footage. No. <laughs> I'm going to show you. <laughs> I can't even look at you. I'm I used to have that kind of face. <laughs> I had a lot of red wine. There's, some, there's something about your face. I just want to punch it. I just want to punch it is there is there anything you can do about that <laughs> so Sick the, reference bro so yeah, in the brothers. present timeline in the game ellie drags joel into a mall temporarily a different mall in post-apocalypse obviously and she locks him up inside of a store 
Basically, you have to go through this mall to try to find medical supplies to help heal and save Joel's life. And you stumble upon this helicopter that crashed through the roof and you have to look in there for supplies, but also you have to deal with a lot of clickers, a lot of runners, a lot of stalkers, as well as battling a bunch of hunters, and you do some, you kill like 50 to 100 beings in this entire just two-hour sequence, which is really incredible. I was hoping they'd do a little bit of that, but I guess they're- They can't do I, a fall-out war. No, I know, but I get, that's what I said, yeah. I get they're on a time constraint. There's an hour so episode of TV. So you hate the show. I thought it was great. <laughs> I thought it was terrific, like I said. <laughs> But I just I I was I was wondering if they would really address that versus her just like searching the house and finding that needle of thread to tie up and and seal Joel's wound in his abdomen because there's a lot that Ellie does it's just super badass because she puts her life on the line like crazy to save Joel's life in the video game to get those supplies going through all these stores that are full of infected and and hunters and oh wow clickers and runners it's super intense it was a lot of fun playing it and it's cool because when you start off in that part of the sequence you have no supplies at all you don't even have a weapon so you have to kind of just go through the mall and you find stuff to use as weapons eventually you get like the bow and arrow and, and guns and stuff but you're very limited on what you can make in terms of like Molotov cocktails and supplies like that and then the final sequence is an all, it's like an all-out war with Ellie as a one-person army just, just like fighting off tons of hunters and infected. It's pretty mm-hmm. epic. It was one of my favorite parts of the game. Wow, it does sound pretty intense. But I, I mean, I like it as a pretty lower scale. I, but I will say I would have, so far for a total of the show, I would have liked to see more infected sequences. But that being said, I'm, I, I liked how the mall was just one stalker. And lower in, lower in scale and scope than what the video game sounds like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess. But I would have liked to see, over, so far, by episode 7, I would have liked to see more sequences, large, larger sequences of, of infected more sequences. Frequent, yeah. More frequent stalkers yeah, and that's, clickers and runners. That's my one note for the show so far. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll get a lot for episodes 8 and 9 because there's two left. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to have to wrap this up real quickly because there's still a lot to go over according to the game. Mm-hmm. storyline that they're going to cover but i can't wait because there's some crazy stuff coming some more references to the game i loved seeing things like the dawn of the wolf movie posters at the <laughs> mall um again the wearing the masks is one of my favorite parts and the mo- the mall sequence is a little different i talked about that earlier let's see some more differences from the game that we can talk about is Riley, when she was being initiated into the Fireflies, she explains to Ellie that she had to actually kill an infected to become a member officially cool. of the Fireflies. And again, I talked about how Riley didn't really plan the mall events the same way that she did in the show. They just kind of stumbled upon all these stores together in, in the game. Mm-hmm. Also, Riley was never assigned sewage detail in the video game because again i showed you i said that we never really saw life what life was like for these kids in the qz in boston what else would be a little bit different i just tried to look it up and it doesn't say how long the next two episodes will be but i'm guessing they'll be very long and i'm guessing the finale will be well over an hour like well over an hour i I expect almost two hours i'm sure i'm sure there'll be at least an hour and a half because there's a very important character that they haven't even touched yet. You don't really, it's like the third act of the game as well. Mm-hmm. That's going to play a huge role in Joel and Ellie's life in their survival, potential survival. But there's a lot of story left. I know, that's what yeah, I mean. So this lot. is a huge character yeah. in the game. 
hor- like I, I don't want to spoil anything, but I, it's, I'm really interested to see what route they take with the character and who cast who's cast as it. So I'm super excited to see. Oh, we forgot to watch the trailer for the next episode. Oh yeah, we didn't. Did, we didn't watch the trailer. We just turned it off. I'm sure it looks cool though. What's wrong with us? I know. How could we not do that? But this one was a really great episode. So many great homages to the game. Again, changing things up, making deviations from the narrative of the game for better storytelling devices and more relatable qualities for a wider audience versus just gamers. They make these decisions for that purpose, really, to make it more entertaining from a cinematic purpose. So the actor they got is someone I've never seen before for this character you're talking about. Yeah, he's a pretty relatively unknown uh, actor. Well, I can't wait to see that. You know who I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, we won't spoil it. Yeah, I've never seen him in anything. Can't wait. Um, but the next sequences in the game that happen are pretty awesome. Yeah, I saw quite a bit of it of the like basically like the third act of the story. Yeah, you start kind of taking control as Ellie, and then you're going back and forth between Ellie and Joel consistently. Oh yeah, it's really cool. There's some cool stuff. That like that snowy town is very cool. I'm very excited. Yeah, it's the, some badass. Stuff. Going back into the snow. No spoilers though. We don't want to spoil it, but uh, it, they definitely do have a lot to cover over the next two episodes. That's what I mean. Like they're cruising yeah. through this show. They must. They must be. Very long episodes. The finale, it's got to be fucking epic. I'm sure it will be. Yeah. I got to see some more infected, though. Yeah, I definitely want to see more and infected, And so the too. dollhouse in that stalker, uh-huh. that is basically a reference to when I was talking about Ellie being in the mall by herself looking for supplies in the present timeline. While Joel's injured, The one of the first stores you go inside when you're looking around is this creepy abandoned doll store with... Like infected tentacles and vines all over the walls and ceiling, and spores floating around. Uh-huh. So it's super creepy. You think there's going to be a bloat around, but actually, it ends up just being a dead guy that you find at the end of the at the end of the store with a note. And so they just changed that to putting it in the mall sequence with Ellie and Riley, and turned it into a stalker rather than just a dead guy. Gotcha. Who's just been sleeping. Getting his beauty, getting his beauty sleep in the doll store. <laughs> I just saw a dead guy. Want to have? Wanna, can I meet you for lunch? <laughs> hey, Dad! I saw a dead guy. <laughs> I'm in distress. <laughs> Sick reference to Departed. <laughs> Your reference is out of control. <laughs> I think I'm having a panic attack. Um, you got anything else on episode seven of The Last of Us? I thought, behind? yeah, I thought it was very good. I thought it was very sweet. It reminded me of episode three in terms of it being kind of its own separate thing. I will say that the last two episodes have been less exciting than the previous five episodes. However, I do—I mean, it's not—it's a TV show. Not every episode can be insanely epic, so it looks like episode eight and nine are going to be full tilt, extremely fast and action-packed, and story-packed too. So I'm looking forward to an exciting last two episodes. I can't wait, to be honest. I'm very excited. This has been an excellent season of TV so far. One of the best game adaptations ever done for TV or film. That's a fact. Absolutely. Usually usually studios mess them up. It could be the best. But they're doing a really good job so far. And I can't wait to see how they conclude this season with these final two episodes. Thanks for tuning in to Raiders of the Lost Podcast in our review of The Last of Us Episode 7, Left Behind. Make sure to go to movieposters.com right now to get 10% off your order. Use our coupon code Raiders10 at checkout. Movie Posters has a huge supply of every show and movie that you could ever think about or imagine in their arsenal. Use our code Raiders10 at checkout again to get 10% off your entire order from movieposters.com today. 
Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Also, become a patron at patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast. It's the very best way to support our show. Take care, everyone. We'll see you this week for our entire series review, our franchise review of the Born Trilogy. Born Week. It's Born Week, baby. Born Week. Born Identity. Born Supremacy. Born Ultimatum. They're all getting their own episodes this week. Thursday to Saturday. It's going to be a blast. Weekly chat on Wednesday. It's going to be so fun. Can't wait for you all to check that stuff out. But let us know how much you enjoyed this episode of The Last of Us in the comments below or in a DM or Instagram. See you next time. This episode of Raiders of the Lost Podcast was executive produced by our chosen one patrons. Luke Exelston, Tyler McFly, Darren Singleton, Anthony DeMeo, Becca Keen, Cody Moen, Benjamin Cook, Calvin Cam, and Chandler Johnson. Thank you so much for supporting our show. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.